so we were thinking since you have a podcast about gravity falls okay and one about buffy uh-huh that we would try creating like a supernatural character today like or... the show supernatural oh <laughs> no, because uh... i don't watch that <laughs> no just like a a character that is a vampire or hunts oh, vampires sure. or yeah, I can something do that. like that. Or some sort of mystery investigation squad. I would love that. That would be fun. As long as it's not the show Supernatural. <laughs> that's about to hang up. Hello and welcome to our Supernatural podcast. Oh no, I've been duped. <laughs> I've been I've been played. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Double Issue, the show where we collaboratively create fiction. I'm Daniel. And I'm Quentin, the other guy. And this week we're joined with a special guest. Hi. I am I is this where I say my name? I'm Beth. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. <laughs> Great. I love it. <laughs> Our show, we do bi-weekly fiction podcast episodes where we tell two stories in each episode based in a shared universe. And then we do bi-weekly world-building episodes where we just kind of spitball in the universe that we're making. And this is one of those world-build episodes. Yeah. Nice. Did you want to share a little about yourself, Beth? My name is Beth, <laughs> and I have uh, two podcasts. Um, my first one is uh, Buffy Speak, where we it's a recap um, podcast where we go over every episode of Buffy. We are right now in season six. And it is rough, and it is hard. And, oh, and my co-host hasn't seen it, and I've seen it, like, 40 times. So I try to keep my mouth shut, and I try not to spoil too much, which is how, for the entire first season, she thought Angel was an actual angel. <laughs> <laughs> I had to keep my mouth shut. So, um, and I also have another recap podcast, because I like and watch way too much TV, and that is for Gravity Falls, um... We are, we just recorded the episode for Summerween, which is the 12th episode of season one. So that's been really cool. Um, yeah, I just, I guess I just really like, I, my, I, I've said like my aesthetic is like 90s kitschy teen supernatural dramas. That's my thing. <laughs> that's what I enjoy. So that's me and that's where i'm coming from so sweet well we brought you on because we're in desperate need of catchy 90s teen melodrama good supernatural characters and a girl <laughs> yeah we were thinking we could create a superhero or a team or something in the universe to kind of add that flavor right now we've got a magic team that kind of is in that area and they've got a werewolf on their team called mm -hmm. Werewolf. <laughs> but it's W-H-E-R-E. -E, and they're okay. the ultimate tracker. <laughs> okay. And along those lines, we've got a monster hunter called Sid Slaughter. <laughs> okay. Which Very also nice. had a, a kid sidekick called Kid Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
who then reformed and renamed himself Kids Laughter and took up clowning as a profession. <laughs> He's a clown? Yeah. Very nice. So we have an underexplored <laughs> area of supernatural and mythical creatures that we could tap into and expand okay. upon. All right. I've been watching a lot of The Magician, so I'm, I've been preparing. <laughs> I've been studying up. So I guess the first thing we want to do is do we want to make a a team that kind of investigates mysteries in that kind of vein, or maybe a character that is closely related to the supernatural, maybe even a supernatural. I keep saying supernatural and you just said you, <laughs> but I mean it in the general sense. <laughs> of the, uh, not, of not the proper noun. the natural. <laughs> paranormal. Yeah, yeah there paranormal. We go. There we go. Paranorman. Okay. Paranorman, my favorite movie. Not my favorite movie, but it's not a bad one. <laughs> it's not bad. Teams are easy because you you can like you can just add another person that like once you get rid of one of them, you just get you just add another one that has similar but different character <laughs> traits. Yeah. Like once you get rid of a Cordelia, you make Spike a season regular. <laughs> and so then you've got your snark. Except for this one is a vampire, mm -hmm. and the other one was a human, and that's how it works. That's how it works ad infinitum in these shows. Like, when you get rid of one, you just add, like, in Misfits, when they got rid of Nathan, they just added someone else that was also funny and snarky in the comic relief, but <laughs> he has a different power, so he's different. Yeah. He's not Nathan. So let's go with the team, then. Uh, What sounds cooler, like a team... And maybe this is not two separate things, but I'm actually describing two separate aspects of one thing. But a team that investigates weird occurrences and mysteries a la X-Files and I don't, I blank, Fringe, Fringe did that. Yeah, um, Fringe. But that sort of team or a team of monsters? What if they were a team of monsters that try to avoid getting hunted by the team of monster hunters. <laughs> They're just trying really hard to keep a low profile however they can. So we've got two teams. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean to. <laughs> the Monstars. Oh, oh, my gosh. They play basketball a lot. Yeah. Maybe we should step to the the organization as a whole and figure out what their goal is and then see if we can come up with characters that fit within that okay is this a like a government type agency or a more private type thing freelance yeah mercenaries supernatural mercenaries but what do we think are they are they hunting down like supernatural creatures that are a threat to humanity or are they more men in black style trying to keep everything under wraps. Yeah, like, secret. Hmm. What if they're more like guidance counselors, and they're going out to intermediate for creatures I that love that. They're the go-between for, like, monsters and humans. <laughs> and they, like, step in when they need to, but they really don't want to. So, so it can kind of be all three. It's helping the monsters, and in a way that's also keeping them secret from society, because they don't mm -hmm. want mobs going around hunting these monsters down but also it could be any monsters that are getting out of line they've kind of got to put a stop to so that the monster reputation as a whole isn't tarnished or something mm -hmm. i like that that's pretty cool do you think they're more independent then oh perhaps uh one of the it's founded by one of these monsters that had been around 
for a while and has amassed fortunes or something. Yeah. He's like, we already have a bad enough reputation as it is. Let's try and keep it on the DL yeah. to make my life easier, even though I'm super rich, apparently. He was the oldest supernatural monster that you would least expect to be rich, because I'm thinking like the swamp monster <laughs> or something. Like, how did he make his money? I got in on the dot-com boom. <laughs> Started a dating site for swamp monsters. I invested in Apple <laughs> in the 80s. Pets.com? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So the swamp monster just is really ahead on the trends in tech. And that looks funny. The swamp monster has his, like, algae hair pulled back into a man bun. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and he's just like, sup my bros? Obvious the non-GMO tea. Oh my god. Charcoal activated. He only drinks he only drinks almond milk. How does the swamp monster what's the like lore there? I'm so In some ways the lore is pretty amorphous. <laughs> um, what if it's basically just swampness that is sentient and it can kind yes. of form itself into a human esque shape. So you've got that man bun stuff. Mm-hmm. But also I imagine like their faces kinda like gross green goop mm-hmm. and it looks like a face but then it starts dripping a little oh yeah <laughs> and then they have to like be like oh excuse me <clears throat> and they, they like duck into the bathroom excuse me while i compose myself <laughs> <laughs> they're like the the um benefactor because they got in because they have a big thing for tech apparently <laughs> like Getting in on the trends. What if they got rich off of political lobbying? So when people say drain the swamp, they mean this guy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) They're a huge Trump supporter. No. (laughs) What have we done? What have we done? Well, if Trump was trying to drain the swamp, wouldn't he be against swamp things? Yeah. You're right. He's trying to slander me in the media. Swamp thing for president. <laughs> Swamp thing 2020. Yeah, okay, and this is part of his run for president. Is he's trying to like he's he's is showing how he can like bridge communities, right? Yeah. Like he's trying to show like he's like, "Oh, I started this initiative to bring monsters and humans like to make sure that we can coexist." What if he also uses this as just a giant tax write-off? <laughs> Oh, what's that? Go a cross-country trip to help all these monsters? Well, sure. Just take the company card. (laughs) Yeah. Stay in all of the finest Airbnbs. I mean, I do like him being a tech mogul just because that Mm -hmm. works well with the the juxtaposition. But I also do like the eventual storyline of him running for president. (laughs) Well, if we're going with like a Zuckerberg kind of. Yeah. Why not both? Okay, so the people in the team. All right. At the start of every series that this team has, of course, there's that new human person that is the audience surrogate, but they're boring, Mm -hmm. so we could forget about them for now. (laughs) So there's usually like, there's like five or six, right? Yeah. People. It's going to say like five man band is usually a good aim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we could come up with five monsters and then have a sixth human or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's a good one. Are we wanting to lean like classic monsters with a twist 
or just kind of whatever. For me personally, I think it would be more fun to just like come up with any, like literally like any power at whatever, you know, like it doesn't have to, it can be, I, I feel like they can be monsters, like classic monsters, but they can also be like X-Men style where mm-hmm. like they have the most random, like, or like my hero academia style where like the powers are just like so like out of left field because there are so many people with powers yeah so not necessarily that they're monsters but i do think they've got to have like a monstrous appearance in some way linking them together yeah they look weird but their their powers maybe don't have any they might have something to do with their appearance but they also maybe might not yeah i don't know Hmm. they're outcasts yeah well in that case do we want to go kind of archetype and try to fill in like different type roles like strong person yeah there's always so there's like yeah there's like a buffy there's like a chosen one or whatever or like the leader mm-hmm. and then there's like a smart person um like the person who can like you know hack into the government files when they need to <laughs> or whatever or they can like do them fast math if they need to and then there's so that's like i'm I'm going strictly off of seasons one through three, Buffy. I really like the idea of fast math man. Fast math man. Oh, he can do really simple math really fast. He was a lot more important before the advent of calculators. <laughs> but he's still, he's he's nice to have around in like a pinch. Like, yeah. he can tell you how many like combinations are on a, a, a lock to a safe, but he can't tell you what the, what the combinations are. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, there's like. There's this many permutations, but I don't know what they are. <laughs> the abacus. <laughs> the abacus. Ooh, yes. And his eyes are an abacus. That would be so creepy. Oh. That would be more like a villain. <laughs> so, for strong slash leader or whatever, what about a gargoyle type person? Ooh. Like, I like that. Made of stone. Can't really pass off their appearance as well. Mm-hmm. So, like a gargoyle that can move, or do they like push them around, <laughs> like on a on a platform? They have a platform with real wheels that they push them around in. How do gargoyles work? Is it at at daytime? They're statues. I think that's how it worked in um the gargoyle in, TV show. In gargoyles, <laughs> is that not a normal? Is gargoyles not a normal supernatural creature? <laughs> it is in Twilight. <laughs> is it? Well, that's what the vampires basically seem like to me. So the main character is a gargoyle that has to get wheeled around during the day. Yeah. They like push push them around on a like a platform because they can't fit in a wheelchair. <laughs> so they have to like it's like it's like in a theater, like a rolling platform. They just have to carry it around, like wheel them around. I really like that. But they really they're very like they have good leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. They just can't move and stuff during the day (laughs) i really like that so i didn't want to just like straight up steal the wings because that seems like a very gargoyle show thing but what if there's Mm -hmm. if you add some stone to the statue and then it comes back that's a part of them is that a thing what do you mean if you uh glued on some stone wings they would have (laughs) wings when they woke up at night oh do they keep like adding things to them i don't know Great question. A random thought. (laughs) (laughs) Would they just keep like a bag of mortar around? So if they got hurt, they just during the day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. They just like 
they like have like little cracks or something. One of them just kind of takes to like smoothing, paving it out. I like that. Yeah. So definitely not the ad winks thing because that's dumb. But <laughs> no, the definitely not what patching I said. up. No, no. I mean, I think it sounds dumb after I said it. <laughs> but it got us to a good part where you can patch up the stonework and heal them by night. And that's the only way they can... They don't have, like, vital systems or whatever. It's... Mm-hmm. It's all rock, baby. <laughs> all rock, all the time. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. There's, like... Okay, so that's two, and we said there would be five monsters and then one human who's boring. Yeah. And there's usually a m- magic user, but are they all magic users or no? Well, they could be... Maybe someone that's specifically more magical or like that's more of their like main power set, perhaps. Mm-hmm. What about someone that became infused with some sort of magical artifact, but in a horrifying way? Like it's like part of them, like their eye is a magic amulet or something. Yeah. And this the, the like chain still hangs from their face. Ugh. That'd be creepy. These are very creepy people. <laughs> These are not very... I can see why society doesn't like them very much. Yeah, they have to bridge this gap. <laughs> <laughs> what are funny magical objects? What are, like, some that they could use? I'm trying to think. Like, yeah. Amulet is, like, everyone uses amulets. What about the 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 pyramid amulet from Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> <laughs> What if, oh my gosh, no, oh my gosh, okay, what if, what if they got it as a toy at, from, like, Burger King <laughs> in the 2000s, and it, they found out, or someone enchanted it, or they found out it was actually enchanted, and then it became, like, part of them. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's plastic, but it's actually magic. It's <laughs> kind of hilarious, like, no. they're casting a spell, but they're solving a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> And they're just like, what what are you doing? Oh, I love that. Like, they have to solve this puzzle or they have to solve this toy or whatever before they can actually cast any spells. And they have to do it every single time. It resets after they cast every spell. Hmm. It's like, what about the little ball mazes where you have to shake the ball around? <gasps> those are the worst. Oh my gosh, those are so hard. And so they're like in a really tough battle and they're sitting there trying to solve it. It's like, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this. And then someone like bumps into them and they're like, every time you do that, I have to start it over. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So they can only cast a spell after they solve this infuriating little ball puzzle that they got from like Oriental Trading Company. Or something like what that. if it's uh, not just one toy, but a bunch of different puzzle toys? depending on the one they solve is the spell they cast or something yeah like they have different like different elements or something like that yeah. like this is the this is the this is the fire spell and this is the you know dark arcana and whatever yeah this is, yeah i really like that <laughs> so i'm trying to think of a way that this person came about but i wonder if it was it's got to be like a horrifying thing like there was a fire at the the cheap toy store and he fell into <laughs> it and also there was a magical thing in there. Yeah, they it's the box in the back of the store that nobody bought. That was like the discount toys. 
Because they were magic. But I'm also, like, kind of imagining all of these toys kind of melted into his body, their body. And they have to, like, do they pull it out or do they try and solve it while it's in their body as best they can? Oh, they're horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) But what if their body is not the most solid when they need to just grab one out? Oh, my gosh. See, I was thinking something like Puppet Master or uh, Chucky, where there's, like an evil toy maker kind of thing i don't know i was just i was trying to think about how the toys would get magical in the first place i mean i think there was just also magic in the box or something <laughs> i was just also thinking that we have to make them monstrous in some way mm-hmm. and i can't think of something much more monstrous than a melty toy man <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. it really is so upsetting i think i have to leave <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, my mom says I, I have to go home. The the images I put into my own head are not are not great right now, no, guys. It's like melty <laughs> and oh gosh. What does a melted action figure look like? Because that's what I oh. imagine. Oh yeah, he's like oh this is so upsetting. <laughs> oh yep. It's exactly what I pictured Melted. in my head. Oh, All of these gross. are the worst. Well, what if we did something else? Oh no! Like... Don't look up melting man. <laughs> No, that was bad. <laughs> oh, no. I wanted to see what a melting Rubik's Cube looks like, but it's all, like, actual, like, stylized. Oh, yeah. Except for this. Oh, this is so... Oh, God. It's, like, weird and, like, bloated in some Ooh. areas. It's so gross. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like that. I hate this. <laughs> oh. I hate it. Okay. Well, that's the appropriate so... feeling we want to get from these monsters. <laughs> This person is gross and melty, but I'm sure they're very nice. No one gives them a shot. <laughs> no one gives them a chance because they're so disgusting. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> do we have a smart per- Did we ever? Do we agree on the abacus person? I put them in villain for the moment, but we could move them up to smart guy. <laughs> I mean, is something with an abacus for a head enough? <laughs> is that something? That is just that makes anything? me think of... Um, a villain from the tick. Oh, I think I know what you want to talk about. Yeah, I think what if we try to tackle a smart person? It's okay. more than an abacus, I guess. <laughs> what if we did something like a Frankenstein monster or a mummy where they've been around for a long time? They just know a lot. They just like have the knowledge of being super old. So put a pin in that for just a second. I had a thought in my head called Hive Mind, and their brain is a bunch of bugs or something. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know if there's anything there. they're really smart bugs? (laughs) Put a pin in Hive Mind. I just wanted to get it out. Back to Frankenstein. What's up? (laughs) I hate that. That's like like things that bother me the most are things that swarm. Oh, yeah. I hate swarming things. I hate the idea of them. I hate looking at them. I hate everything about it, so thank you for that. There is a there is a character in The Magicians whose head is made of moths, mm-hmm. and that's terrifying, and I hate it. So stop me if I go too far, but they are just this cloud of bugs, and they can go into anyone's mind. Oh, my gosh. Just, like, oh, like zip on in through the ear, and yeah. then that's their body. So... Yeah that a villain we don't want to put that down maybe yeah maybe that's a villain territory <laughs> <laughs> or like a ambivalent like like a watchman kind of yeah 
morally ambiguous. Like maybe they have to eat the brain in order to take the body. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is so much. <laughs> so say, I think we're hurtling towards anti-hero development for sure. And body horror, for sure. Um, body this horror. Whole team is body horror. <laughs> team body right. horror. It, we're we're making the team the the that new Fantastic Four wanted to make. <laughs> Hi, my name's Peter Normal Man. Have you met my <laughs> friends, the Cronenbergs? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so what are you saying about Frankenstein? <laughs> Put <laughs> <laughs> me with my bored idea of just a your your non bug idea. Get out of here! Who are you? So what if Frankenstein was a bunch of bugs? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you continue. Go on. Oh my gosh! I hate it. <laughs> I don't want it. I thought about that in a couple different ways, and they were all bad. <laughs> Frankenstein, why wouldn't you just make it out of a normal person? No, no, too easy. Lots of little bugs. <laughs> yeah, we want something that move around constantly and don't stay where you put them. <laughs> so it's science is. So what were you going to say about Frankenstein for real, though? <laughs> for real? I, I think that was my whole idea. Was just, oh, just Frankenstein. A okay. Frankenstein monster as just a normal monster or maybe like a zombie. Other undead that's just been around mm -hmm. for a while, but it's stuck as perpetually a teen. Ooh. Teen Frankenstein. But but they're super old. They just look like a teen. Hmm. Is that anything? Is that something? I feel like there's something here, but we need more. I don't know what His more. brain's controlled by a bug. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Needs more bugs. So is it a, a typical Frankenstein origin lore of dug up brains and reanimated? So we go the science route. Or we could try to go like a magical route. What about a self-Frankenstein? How would this work? So, a teen is doing a science fair project. And was like, you know what? I have this theory that I can make myself smarter. So he digs up brains from the thing, patches it into his own head, strikes himself okay. with lightning. And then he's <laughs> like, real smart, but also a bunch of brains up in his head. Ooh. I also kind of like the idea that in the traditional Frankenstein, nobody can really understand him. <laughs> so they have to have a translator. Or maybe they can understand him, but no one else can. Like, they have to, like, be like, okay, this is what he's saying. Okay, what if he talks by shifting things around on an abacus? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Morse code? Yeah. He talks with Morse code by an abacus. I do like that that uh, his speech is his speech is unintelligible. Maybe he's found out another way to communicate or translator or something like that. But I do I do like that idea of his words are just <laughs> What if he uses sign language? Mm. Yeah, what if he uses ASL? Go. But because he's undead, his like hands or arms can also become detached and they can still talk. <laughs> That's good. And he could just so like he's back in a different on. room, but his hands are like communicating back to them. Yes. Ooh, and that's good for like hostage situations and stuff like that. If they ever get kidnapped by like he can like his arms can crawl too. And then sign to them. And then they all know American Sign Language too, which is just it's just good. Just good and well rounded education to know. Maybe the normal human can't. And so there's like some scenes where something really bad's happening and he's just what what are you doing i don't understand 
I can't speak it. <laughs> I don't understand. I hate to step on gargoyles' toes, but <laughs> this seems like they would have a similar healing ability of patching on new parts, mm. like a patchwork person. Yeah, that's with with body parts. Yeah, yeah, they have you to can't... have a, like a grave digger or something. Yeah. You can't go hit up the local hardware store. <laughs> They've got like a, a a support crew of one of them's an undertaker. Yeah, they've got like a those those people in crime shows that are always like kind of in every episode, but only for like a minute. They're like, yeah, you come on into the morgue and I'll let you look at the body <laughs> before the person gets back or something like that. Like this person is like, yeah, I'll let you have this twenty year old dead body. <laughs> sure. If you, I'm, I'm trying to think of what they would, and well, they're not part of the team, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, this seems on the up and up. Come on in. <laughs> you don't seem like the superhero team that God forgot <laughs> melting into the ground, even as we speak. Forgot about melting man for a minute. <laughs> oh, not for long. Mm. Well, you know, we could carry the theme to go back to that character. Maybe he's made of plastic. They all need like reconstruction in some way. So then they just melt a toy into him to fix him up. Yeah. <laughs> God. So like after a big fight, they're like going to the hardware store, then going to the toy store, going to the dead body parts <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh god, one of you's got to keep it together next time. <laughs> you can't afford this. They bring the new human or the normal human guy on because they're like, we need one member of the team who can go into a store. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you the money. Just here's the list. Adding to that theme, what about someone that's just like all all cloth? My original thought was a mummy that is all all the bandages. Just one hundred percent. Yeah, like there's no core. <laughs> <laughs> or similarly, just clothes. <laughs> Not necessarily mummy so, thing, but all all clothes. All clothes all the time. Kind of uh, like that. What's their like? What's their mm-hmm. use? What's their how are they beneficial? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone needs a pair of pants sometimes. <laughs> They're just helpful. <laughs> oh, it looks like you got a stain. Here's a new shirt. I got it for you. Just reaches in, pulls one you. out. I'm, I constructed it in my inside. <laughs> there is a hero um, in My Hero Academia called Best Genist, and he's like made entirely of genes okay and i'm i still have no idea what his quirk is oh, okay he can manipulate fibers as long as the person is wearing clothes there we go so that's something question mark so sounds like a pass on clothes person <laughs> well we could put it as a an yeah, ancillary. Yeah, it could be like a villain, like uh, the the wardrobe. Oh, wardrobe. The they they want to conquer every everyone, and they use clothes to enslave people. That sounds good. Like they put clothes on people and then can control their actions. That yeah, that seems like a villain. Mm-hmm. That's something. Yeah, I was gonna suggest that maybe that's a good sized team. Just the four. The four, yeah. Because leader and big guy, and then a foil to them, and then a smart person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, okay. And then our our normal human. Okay, let's dive into the human a bit. What's their thing? Is it they can they got guns? Yeah, guns. I mean, obviously they can go out in the daytime and do that sort of work for the team. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is an internship for the swamp. An thing. internship. Oh. Oh. Then we can have a new intern like every 
season. You know, and then there's always, there's the one intern that goes bad or whatever, <laughs> and then that's the big bad for that season or that, you know, arc. Yeah. We don't talk about Peter anymore. <laughs> Not since the incident. <laughs> okay. It turns out his name is just the incident. <laughs> um. So we've already got a couple villains. <laughs> um, And we've also already had, obviously a big antagonist for them is Sid Slaughter. Because he's <laughs> trying to hunt down and kill monsters. And mm -hmm. they're trying to stop that. So not only are they targeted by Sid Slaughter, they trying to keep Sid Slaughter from slaughtering all the others they want to protect. Mm -hmm. And we discussed a couple storylines. The the intern that goes bad is pretty good. But the current intern, so the current intern is like, is Hoost. Is <laughs> Sam something like... Good person McGee. <laughs> good person McGee. Person McPerson face. Sam Deanman. <laughs> Sam Deanman, <laughs> Dean Sam, <laughs> Dean Sam Supernatural Winchester. Oh Dean my gosh. Samson. So he had to get accepted as an intern. So what is an intern? What do they do? Do they just like, are they, are they the typical, are they the copy, copy, like copy makers and coffee or do, what do they do? I think do? they have to be like, if there's an investigation and such, they have to be the one that's going around figuring they stuff out like, for the most part on some of it interrogate people and they're the person that uh, gets gargoyle from place to place and <laughs> yeah they're the muscle and goes out to get new toys to melt into meltman <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we maybe we should John come up with Milton. names for these people besides <laughs> <laughs> gargoyle and melting toy <laughs> guy and franken zombie <laughs> do they ha do you think they have like superhero type names for their their not really public appearances, but more public appearances. I could see them having at least like call signs to public appearance yeah, names. Yeah. That makes more sense. Mm -hmm. So we've got gargoyle <laughs> question mark. I think something like mobile gargoyle beetle, something like that. I'm trying to think. Brain drain. What about <laughs> the melt? The melt. This melting pot. I can't. Hmm. Their name could be Pat, the Patty Melt. Patty Melt? Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Patty. That's their name. It's good. I just hate the concept of this as a person. I'm sure they're very kind, but nope. Not for me. <laughs> so, Patty Melt. Oh, my gosh. But but they're not. It, they're just the Melt. And then also their alter ego name is Patty Whatever. So we've got Jay-Z, Patricia Meltzer, Brain Drain, and Amanda Wooten, according to the notes. <laughs> I was going to suggest that because I was looking at a long list of just generated names. Mm -hmm. So do we want to try to go ahead and think of some storyline and comic covers ideas? Intern Goes Bad is a good one. Do we want to flesh that out at all? Maybe it's one of those things where like they were always really jealous that they didn't have powers yeah. or whatever. That's kind of, I feel like that's kind of over done though um, right or what if they disagree politically with swamp thing Ooh. and some of the other monsters that they've been going out to work with feel the same way they're uh they're trying to like if they show how like easily they can like be taken down it's like you know well his beliefs obviously aren't you know whatever like i'm trying to think of words 
in a way like a magneto type disagreement like no we shouldn't be working to like we should we the monsters should kind of like rise up and take our place instead mm-hmm. of existing in the shadows yeah <laughs> a monster working 40 hours in a a moss shipping center should make <laughs> enough to be able to live with regular humanity benefits for monsters do monsters get health insurance i mean it's so hard when so many of them their body physiology is so different right but it's like you know the big argument is like oh you know it's so expensive to do monster (laughs) health insurance and stuff like that why would we why would we let why would we like cover them as well as you know normal human people insurance Well, and then there's the monsters like the gargoyles who are saying, why should we pay so much when all we need to heal up is some more concrete? Is clay. Yeah. What about, this gives me an unrelated thought for a, a place called the Monster Hospital that specializes mm-hmm. in treating all the different types of monsters. And like, are they understaffed? No, all, always. Or are they <laughs> always all hospitals no matter no matter what species you yeah. are especially since it seems like they're they're the one hospital monsters can routinely get care from mm-hmm. so they're understaffed and i wonder is there a is there a transportation network in order to get monsters to this place we did set up in our spell group that there's some sort of mist-based transportation so maybe we could have something similar though like their insurance card is also a one-way teleportation or something or Mm. now we're setting up all the infrastructure for this (laughs) (laughs) it's really important that we decide the deductible rates for monsters (laughs) but i'm saying you got a lower cost at the pharmaceutical level if we set the rates (laughs) it'll lower cost for everyone so intern goes bad uh I had a thought somewhere in the past of maybe they're stealing toys from the melt person. Oh. Why? To cast spells with them or something. Mm. Perhaps just putting weaknesses in all of them, like undermining the the stonework they do on the gargoyle and giving defective Mm. toys or something to to Patty Melt. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Inferior body parts to brain drain. Brain drain really works well for hive mind, though. Let me let me move that one down there. There's a big conflict between the intern and the group, and he's able to overpower mm-hmm. all of them because it's put in these weaknesses. Knows, yeah, and also he he's just very familiar with their yeah fighting styles yeah. and etc. They attack him, and he has like a sun lamp to make gargoyle become <laughs> stone and melting like further melt the toy person. Has like an extra brain and a. Tupperware container and tosses it out for Franken Zombie. <laughs> well, what does that do? They're just really hungry. Is that yeah. the kind of zombie we're thinking? Oh, they eat the brains too. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, we, we didn't go too far in. They're like a patchwork person. Is yeah. My image is also large, large brain area size. Is that just me? Did I okay. say that out loud to people? <laughs> <laughs> I think it got thrown around at one point. I don't know if we where we landed okay. on that. I just wanted to make sure I didn't have a different image in my head than other people, because I can do that. <laughs> so, so their goal is to they try to take down the team, but for what? What larger purpose? What games? Maybe they um, they took a paid internship from Moss's direct yeah. competitor. So it was unpaid. Oh, that's enough. I would go psycho. 
unpaid internships should be illegal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And that kind of raises, like, oh, unethical work practices. So that's what I was saying is maybe Moss is doing bad things. Mm-hmm. He's launching cars into space rather than, like, helping people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to get topical. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it was an unpaid internship and, like, maybe one of those, like, they got kicked out of their apartment because they couldn't make rent or something like that. Or So they start working for this other person or group, maybe hired by Sid Slaughter in order to make money. And maybe it's just like a super big payout. Maybe uh, maybe there's something he steals when he leaves and cripples them all and goes off. Then it kind of makes him not like a bad person <laughs> in some ways. See, I like the, the description of it being like a Magneto situation, except usually Magneto's plans end with something like, and then we turn everyone into not alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, what if we separate it's those like, two things? Maybe maybe <laughs> the maybe this person he joined, like the intern, I like the, the storyline of unpaid and desperation and stuff. So that's what motivates them. But the the organization that pays him is this Magneto type organization of monsters shouldn't live in the shadows. We should be running the mm. world. What if that's something Brain Drain runs? Hive Mind. Hive Mind. I like both names so much. I can't decide between the two. <laughs> I'm sure there's some discussion about which one they should take within the swarm as well. I mean, they could be like 99.6 FM, the swarm. <laughs> <laughs> A radio DJ-based swarm is really terrifying. Oh my gosh. Just a cacophony of coming random sounds. The, coming through people's car radios. <laughs> bugs. Oh. oh my god. Electric like radio bugs, too. Mm. That's bad. What if there's another character that does transport through radio waves? And so that can be a thing where they combine the power of that to transport hive mind out into everyone's minds. Mm. Oh, just a one bug for every person. Jeez. That's a big event Whoa. type thing. One bug for every human. That's my platform. They they <laughs> they come on the air and it's a presidential type speech and they're saying all this stuff, but also over over the radio, all these bugs are coming out and mind controlling everyone. Mm. God. I'm really sorry about this, but I mean it's right there. Earworm. <sighs> it's like transmitted through a catchy pop song. Oh. Oh, okay, no. well, <laughs> that's a good one, and we finished it. Next, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. And then, and then the—I don't know if we have a name for our team. The Monstars saved the day, <laughs> and they can't go out like just punching everyone. They've got a—they have to come up with a way to lure Hive Mind out of everyone. They have to make a competing um, earworm. Or they have to make, like, they have to play a really bad song <laughs> that makes the bugs want to get yeah. out. They play Jay-Z's lyric in Monster. <laughs> it's so, so bad. So if they're a band, what, what instruments does each of them play? Okay, so can Gargoyle talk during the day, or can they just not, can they not do anything literally at all? Because if they can talk, then they can be the lead singer. They just can't play an instrument. What, what, what works best? I like the talking during the day. Like they can talk, but they can't like move. They can't or anything. 
do anything. Maybe not the most articulate speech either, because they they can't control (laughs) their mouth, but you can hear it coming from inside. (laughs) Everyone in this group has trouble talking. It's it's only the the only part of (laughs) the sun that hits is the skin part, so all the stuff inside is still going. Yeah, that's true. He only turns to stone when he gets hit by the sun, so he's just hiding all the time. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> so just like yeah, random like, parts of him will be stone. There's like an umbrella. He has like a kind of like a. So <sighs> then he takes on court side of a vampire role. Yeah, I like that. I also want to say maybe like just the sun being out makes him a little weaker. Just so we have that. Yeah, that kind of thing. But so I like the idea if he like gets into an argument with somebody and then accidentally gets hit by the sun and the intern's like, "I'll go get the wheelchair." <laughs> like, let's get him into his cart. Okay. It's so lead singer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what instrument a melting thing It's got to be the like. guitar cuz he's like melting the melting on the strings. I don't know, there's some there's some slang for that, right? <laughs> sure. What's that little toy piano that you like have to blow into? Oh yeah. They could play all toy instruments. <laughs> Gross. I can play a kazoo. Yeah. That works. Teen, I feel like the teen Frankenstein will obviously play like bass or something like that. Like, <laughs> doesn't have anything a... to do with his powers, just his mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they make a terrible song together. <laughs> <laughs> they have a singer, a kazoo, and a bass. <laughs> they turn to the normal human, and there's like. Can you, can you do anything? Like, 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 I can actually play guitar. Like, why haven't nobody's asked me? <laughs> the rest of you took no other lessons. <laughs> We've got the abacus as a villain, but what is their thing? They're calculating your destruction. <laughs> they don't like how little sense the world makes, or whatever. <laughs> Monsters are like an uncontrolled variable. What if they're the like mm-hmm. the mastermind type role? Yeah. It could even be the same group. Cool. Hive mind is not the the brains behind the operation. That's who we think is the brains. But it's really Abacus doing all the calculations mm-hmm. for all of the different possible ways this could go and having contingencies for everything because yeah. they calculated it on the Abacus. <laughs> <laughs> so I think one thing that has to come out of these teams which we need names for maybe but there could be like a monster uprising event the villains kind mm-hmm. of win for a bit and get everyone to their side mm-hmm. possibly from the thing yeah. maybe they stole a thing the the thing the intern stole from moss was some mm-hmm. evidence of moss being just kind of a dick bad business, <laughs> yeah. man. look at all these things and you want this person to lead you and stay hidden no, we should reject this, and we should come out into the light. It's a copy of his old Angel Fire, fire blogs. <laughs> oh my god, it's a Zanga. <laughs> Look at this poetry. Can you trust someone that would write this poetry? <laughs> oh, that hits too close to home, definitely. <laughs> Ooh, we could just call it, like, Out of the Shadows or something. Mm-hmm. The movement. Out of the Shadows. And when I say Out of the Shadows, I don't necessarily mean, like, go out into the sunlight, because some of you are allergic, so... <laughs> I just mean out, out <laughs> so of hiding. So maybe stay in the shadows <laughs> if it is beneficial yeah. to you. Man, I really like Monstars as a name, and I'm, I'm mad that it was taken by Space Jam. <laughs> Mon... Mon... Uh... Monsanto. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah, he was a bad guy. 
Oh my gosh, it all makes so much sense. How did we not know? I've been using uh, my own spores as a crop dust for years. Maybe he is like a real evil guy, though. I like, I do like the idea that you said spreading your spores everywhere. Like he's been like trying to just be everywhere. And so the Monstars or whatever their team name is, they have to go against him. And then after that, they're an independent team. And maybe whatever, maybe whatever intern was at the time, they kind of stick around and they're more permanent after that. I like that. They're like, we did it. We drained the swamp. If all the monsters rise up, how does that conclude? Like the, mm-hmm. in this case, it's, it's not as easy as just beating them all up because <laughs> they still want to care I mean, for these people. Because I mean, their whole thing is they've been kind of hiding. So maybe whenever they come out of the shadows initially with the uprising, people realize how many there are. And after mm-hmm. they kind of come to some sort of agreement, it's different, but it's more like learning to live They're with each other in the world now Ooh, yeah. that's cool so then maybe they go from being an independent organization to being a government like department of monster management yeah the government yeah. hires them they're like you got you got experience with this so i wonder if the the monster uprising is partly trying to quell the monster stuff but it's also this struggle in the group of what do we do now like they're struggling with their perception of norman moss versus what they they, they're being told about norman moss and then they eventually Mm -hmm. find out his plan of i'm going to take all over all of the swamps and i'll be everywhere (laughs) all the swamps that there are it ends with them defeating him and Mm -hmm. going indie for a bit before they can restructure and become a part of the new monster integrated society Mm -hmm. it's interesting that works. Yeah. Say, so do we want to do a couple of comic covers? I feel like the melting will be a big, like, there's one issue where Patty Melt is, like, in danger or whatever, and it's, like, melting, like, everything on the cover is melting. And another one where it's just melted substance and a bunch of toys are the focus of yeah. the cover. Floating in a river of melted nothing. Stuff. Whatever they're made out of. <laughs> A combination of flesh and plastic. Yeah. Oh, jeez. E. I think that that's the most visually compelling component of the team, maybe. Because the gargoyle literally doesn't move. <laughs> Except for... Hmm. What, about, uh, what about one that's like an endless expanse of swamp and just like a smiling face in it? It's mm. pretty good. Yeah, I like that. What about one where gargoyle is like broken in all these pieces and everyone's really like scared looking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's got like some some dumb text like Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall or something <laughs> oh, who let the king's horses try to put Humpty Dumpty back together they don't even have thumbs <laughs> what did you think they were going to do one with a, a wardrobe bursting open and clothes flying out of it ooh something about like someone just like jamming with their earphones in and I don't know how you show up, but like a, a bug crawling out of that earphone. Hmm. I, I hate that. Yeah, I hate it. Which probably means... Instant success. Yeah, it'll be good. Just just one that's a, an abacus and it says, end game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what end game, but it seems like a thing that would, would work. Maybe it's the name of like some miniseries or something. I don't know. We did have two supernatural creatures I wanted to tie in of their... 
they're animals that are made up of flowers. It was a tiger, lily, and dandelion. <laughs> and I don't know how they cross over with this group, but I think this is a perfect crossover for them. So maybe the cover is like tiger, lily, and dandelion, and they're looking menacing, and they've got like a bait trap set up, and the character looks kind of worried. I also, I had one... I thought, this is literally my own, but I thought of melancholy. A collie made of melon. <laughs> and it makes me really happy. I know that that's not a flower, but I just want it out there. You know what they're I thought in of there. that. There's a whole plant, ancient, animal, <laughs> tribunal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a good amount here, yeah. except a name, but we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Maybe they're constantly suggesting names for the group, and every issue they're like, no, that's awful. So, like, the side of their van just, like, has spray paint layers over spray paint layers of what yeah. their name is. Every time they try and come up with one, <laughs> something ruins it. Okay. So, Beth, you want to plug your stuff? Sure. Um, You can find me online at... My Twitter is at Beth Lindley, L-I-N-D-L-Y. My uh, Instagram is Bethstagram, B-E-F-F-stagram. And uh, my podcasts are Buffy Speak. Um, that You can find that online at uh, Buffy underscore speak on Twitter. My Gravity Falls podcast is The Fourth Journal. That is The Fourth Journal, fourth spelled like number four, T-H, on Twitter and Instagram. But I forgot our Instagram <laughs> password. So that's just kind of frozen in the amber of the internet. <laughs> so there's not much I can do there, but I we do update our Twitter. So I super recommend me. checking out Gravity Shawl. Gravity Falls the show and all <laughs> Gravity Shawls and also their podcast about it because it's wonderful. It's super fun. I've been having a lot of fun with it and uh it's I just like talking about TV. Just like that's just yeah. my jam. That's it. That's me. That's that's all there is. Sweet. Don't watch Supernatural. <laughs> Yeah, we had our first guest last week, and it was fun to get like new input into the universe because it's mainly just been Daniel and I creating stuff for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have your roommate he on a couple count. of times. He's basically which us. Which is a good... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought you meant mine, and I was like... Yeah, we did have didn't. your roommate on. <laughs> they were a guest before you. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was genuinely about to be like, what? <laughs> Well, this was incredibly fun, and it stretched my creative muscles that I have not used since undergrad, so that's been nice. And we'll have to have you back on sometime if you want. I would love to. I'd love to see how these characters yeah. go, <laughs> how they survive or don't. We'll write them into some stories and see where they are next time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you want to supply a prompt off the top of your head for the next stories we write? Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are like some past ones? Sorry, um, I hit... it's usually just been a word. But if you have anything, okay, a word. Okay, 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 okay. Spaceship crash. Okay, okay. that's it. That's okay. me for you. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you very yeah. much for coming on. No problem. I had a lot that of fun. fun. Our art is done by Lisa Prather. You can find her stuff at lisapratherart.com or on Instagram at lisapratherart. You can follow me at Guare. 
G-Y-W-A-I-R on Twitter. And also this week, I'm plugging Blue Aura Studios on Facebook. They're a, a little local indie development group out of Oklahoma. Okay. And I finally got my Twitter where it doesn't have a million episodes of anime on it. <laughs> so you can follow me at Quentin Pongratz. As for the show, it's at Double Issue Show. We've got an email. You can send questions and whatever to us. We've got a website. We've got WordPress. We've got Facebook. We've got a ton of things. There's a Discord uh, that you can jump into and discuss episodes if you want. Talk to us. Chat us up. All the links are in the show notes, so we don't have to go through all of them. And if you like the show, please like, subscribe, rate us anywhere on iTunes. Just to kind of help us get to more people. And remember to use the hashtags double issue show or double issue. Hashtag double issue. And we might use your name if we see a tweet by you. And we'll just put write you into a story. Since you saw how bad we were with coming up with names for <laughs> people, that could be you. If you want to be a horrifying, melting person. The random name generators were losing us today. They're not helping. <laughs> Yeah. Our prompt next week will be Spaceship Crash, as supplied by Beth. Yeah. So remember to check her stuff out. Really awesome person. Yeah. Awesome shows. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh wait. Who's our theme song? <laughs> yeah. Theme song is Free Harmonics by the Free Harmonic Orchestra. Used under its Creative Commons license, we shortened it down. You can find the full song in the links down below. Or to the side or swipe over and there's the show notes and you found it wherever the show notes are you can find a link to that song and that album and that artist and always we close with our famous catchphrase keep on double issuing that's not what it's gonna be It'd probably be me talking about darby o'gill or something dumb <laughs> have you seen kingsman i bought kingsman but haven't watched it i um I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid because I remember it freaking me out a lot, so I still haven't. <laughs> I I haven't seen it, like, enough to remember anything about it, except for I know that everyone loves it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know that much about it. I'm afraid to rewatch it. I'm I'm okay with the good memories I have and not the actuality of what it was, what it is. I remember watching it, like, in the last couple of years and thinking it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I don't know. I do think it's a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, I just, I don't like, I know there's a scene where like the aliens or whatever take over the basketball player's bodies or something. <laughs> and that freaked me out as a kid. I hated that kind of stuff. So I was just like, mm, nope, I'm good. And so now I just, I'm just like, yeah, I trust your instincts. Don't, don't watch Space Jam ever again. <laughs> it's like the so, first time I watched The Faculty out of sleepover but there's like the space slugs and i was just oh my gosh well i guess i'm staying away from water forever <laughs> <laughs> never swimming again never drinking water we're good i'll find my hydration other ways <laughs> see that but that would put a, you at a disadvantage in the science universe where the only uh, good thing oh, that's is so true oh man so live in doubt always and be afraid of everything mm -hmm. <laughs> and also hate dinosaurs because you watched uh we're back <laughs> that movie's messed up i watched it recently and it's messed up i need to I watch know, it again. i don't know what the 90s thought they were doing i really don't like i don't know what they thought kids could handle but we couldn't <laughs> like, like, like they were there they had too much faith in us <laughs> to handle what they were putting down because i 
was so traumatized by so much of the movies that I watched, including We're Back and The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. Oh, the brave That's little toaster one. also traumatizing? Yes. <laughs> the vacuum like eats its own cords or something. It's a scary movie. Like this is not a joke. This is not a goof. Like it's a scary movie. It's not cute. It's not funny. We're back is a scary movie. I hate the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what upset me the most about uh Oh shoot. What's that movie? Like the Irish uh, fantasy movie? And he like captures the king of the fi- uh, leprechauns. Is it Leprechaun? Darby O'Gill. Is it Leprechaun Four in the Hood? I think it's Darby O'Gill. 